The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey everybody, welcome to NASCAR America Home Edition. Myself, Dale Jarrett, Steve Latart. We're all here to talk about Pocono, and let's get into the playoffs. We are only 11 races into the playoff start. Who do you guys think's in trouble and who do you think's in good shape? Well, I'll, tell you, I'll jump right in, Jeff, and say a guy that I thought was having a great year. DJ, I'd love to get what you think, but Tyler Reddick, when you talk about the points, he's 26 points out of the playoff spot. After Pocono, eight spots are locked up with wins. Available. Let's remind everyone, Kyle Busch hasn't won a race. So I'm, I'm putting him in. I think he's going to win at some point this summer. So, DJ, you have Reddick, right, who was looking so good, had an awful trip to Pocono, two bad races. He's now 26 out. Austin Dillon was okay. I think the flip side was Jones ran great. He's now inside the cut line. It's going to be a battle. Byron, Benedetto, uh, Boyer, Johnson, these are the same cars we see run near each other week in and week out. I think actually it's going to come down to who can avoid mistakes throughout the summer. Yeah, because they all seem to be making a lot of mistakes along the way. And that, that's Tyler Reddick's had a great rookie season, especially as we come back and he doesn't have any cup experience at the majority of these tracks that he's seeing now. And so uh, that's been difficult for him. The, the bigger thing is, is that he really struggles whenever his races aren't good. I mean, they're just terrible finishes and he gets no points whatsoever uh, there. And so that's really hurting him and trying to get inside that top 16. I look at Eric Jones as the one there that he has the experience. Uh, he continues to have some bad luck along the way, but I think he has the, the team, the driver, uh, and the experience uh, to, to make a run actually up all the way inside uh, the top 10 possibly uh, for him because I really believe he's that good. Uh, I, but I do think this is going to be a battle right to the end with a lot of different type of racetracks uh, that, that we have coming up uh, in those 11 races. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You mentioned me mentioned Eric Jones, and I think, you know, when I think about playoff pressure and trying to make the playoffs, I feel like Eric Jones is always this guy we're talking about. It seems like every year. Um, but I agree with you. I think Eric Jones and his team, I just feel like they're going to start moving themselves forward. I started to see them running in the front more starting to see them more competitive, more consistent. I think that, that they're going to get safer and safer as this goes along. You mentioned Tyler Reddick. He's a rookie. I, I, I want to talk about the rookies, guys, because I think this is the worst year possible to be a rookie. You know, there's no practice. You have no experience with these cars. I think in every series, in this NASCAR Top 3 series, I think it's the worst year you could possibly be to be rookies. And on top of that, I'm going to throw Matt Kenseth in that group. Matt Kenseth coming off the bench. Hadn't sat in a race car for several, you know, a long time. Never driven these cars. I just think it's a terrible time to be a rookie. And I think it really handicaps them. 
Yeah, man, I look at Christopher Bell had an awful start to the year. He's actually a name I have circled. While he is a long ways out of the playoff picture, could he strike fire? Because while he did wreck at Pocono and it didn't help his points situation, he's been in the conversation the last six or seven races a lot more than he had earlier in the year. So he's figuring it out. Reddick, we already talked about quite a bit. Cole Custer's the one I can't quite figure out. He's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing great. He's having what I would define is a rookie year at the cup level, except these other guys are putting some fireworks up. I would actually, if I'm Cole Custer's crew chief this week, I sit him down and let him know that he's doing everything good. He's just fine. I want to make sure my rookie doesn't start to panic with some of these other runs we see out of these young drivers. I think he can pull it off. I agree with you, Jeff. The no practice has only made this even worse. You mentioned Matt Kenseth. He kind of flashed right back at Darlington, and then it seemed like he lost a little bit. But back at Pocono, I saw a driver that, you know, made very few mistakes, was pretty aggressive on the restarts. You know, DJ, he almost reminds me of the veteran that says, you know what, when they give me a car that can run 10th, my goal is to run 8th to 12th, right? To just run where it's supposed to run. They didn't bring me over here to, for fireworks. Just don't wreck. Don't put him behind. He seems like a wily veteran. Yeah, it's been really interesting to watch them. And, you know, most of these drivers, uh, pretty much all of them, are in really good equipment. Uh, but, again, you can be in the very best equipment, and if you don't have experience at a racetrack, you're not getting practice time to either follow other drivers and see what they're doing or to figure your car out and try to make it better, uh, then you're – putting yourself in a really difficult position. So we know all of the, the top names there uh, of these rookies and what a great rookie class it is. But I'm going to talk about two drivers, and Jeff brought up one that's far from a rookie uh, in Matt Kenseth, talking about how difficult this is to come back and drive these cars now uh, because they have changed so much. And that just shows you the difficulty of that. So that leads me to my other rookie. John Hunter Nemechek is with a team that isn't nearly as well-funded as these other drivers have, uh, but he's doing an outstanding job. Is he going to make the playoffs in the top 16? Probably not, but he makes enough noise on a regular basis, and you can just see him improve as a driver and the team getting better also. And uh, it's just fun for me to watch him, especially since, uh, Jeff, we saw him and, and Steve watched him grow up in the motorhome lot for so many years, and to think that this young man now is, is going out there and, and taking a car uh, with a team that, that is not as well-funded but doing an outstanding job on a weekly basis. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Yeah, and you think about, when you're thinking about a guy like that, I think about Alex Bowman, right? He, he kind of did the same thing when he was driving a, a car that no one expected to run well. He was consistent with it, didn't wreck it, got good finishes. That's the way you take the next step in this sport. You know, uh, John Hernemichek is clawing, he's, gr he's grinding, he's trying to stay involved, and he's doing a good job representing himself well. Uh, let's move into the future a little bit. So I'm going to ask you, Dale Jarrett, I mean this as a compliment. You've been around a long time. You've seen a lot of stuff. Would you have ever thought that you'd be going to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, going to run a road course with the Xfinity cars, 
a road course with Indy cars, and then the next day run the Brickyard 400 with the Cup cars, all in two days. Did you ever imagine that happening? No, you said a lot of things there that I could never imagine before 1994 came along, Jeff. And, and one of those being that stock cars would be there uh, racing at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I always thought growing up that uh, as I got into racing that I would never have that chance uh, at the world's most famous speedway. Uh, but we, as we know, that worked out and, and I always loved racing there. But then, you know, whoever thought they were going to put a road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? So that happened for uh, the Indy cars and Formula One. Uh, but now we've got the Xfinity cars uh, and the Indy cars running there on Saturday. And that's just amazing to think that the two different sanctioning bodies have come together and made this happen for a historic weekend. Uh, this is just incredible. What's going to to take place there uh, cars are going to get some practice on friday uh, and then go racing on saturday so uh this is just going to be amazing and then we're going to send the cup cars out there with no practice no qualifying no nothing to go tackle this difficult two and a half mile racetrack so uh, I i'm just so glad that that i'm around to see this happen uh because again I, I don't think either one of us thought that this would be something that we would really witness but glad to see that that motorsports is coming together for motorsports fans of all kinds yeah bravo to the decision makers uh and the list is long people would think this should be an easy decision but it's not there's a lot of very important people that had to all get their heads together in a room to figure out how to pull this off and they've done it um but you know the race i'm really circled for this weekend for me guys is the xfinity race on the road course you know xfinity cars used to run across the street at the short track, and they came over to the Speedway, but they've never had their own identity in Indianapolis. And this is their opportunity to have a marquee event, to not be like the cup cars, to come into Indianapolis, be the only stock cars that run on that road course, and have a marquee event. You look at Chase Briscoe coming off the big win. Austin Sindrick has had speed. There's so many road courses already on the Xfinity Series normal schedule. There's some very talented road course racers in there. I'm really looking forward to that event. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and I can't wait to watch competitors watch competitors, right? Like, I can't wait to see the IndyCar paddock drivers, engineers, crew chiefs watching the Xfinity guys and vice versa. That's always the most fascinating to me to watch people that go out and know how hard it is in whatever discipline they have and appreciate what they're seeing out of a different series. Well, one thing we know they all want to do, they want to follow the tradition that our man Dale Jarrett started, and that's getting out there and kissing those bricks after winning Indy. Uh, we're back this weekend. I'm so excited about it. I know, DJ, you're going to be at the racetrack. Uh, Steve and I, we're going to be calling it with Dale Jr. and Rick Allen. And I know one thing, man. I am ready to call some races. Uh, the races have been great, and it's going to be a great, great time. I uh, look forward to all you joining us this weekend. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, the Home Depot. How doers get more done.